Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Gracie and you, Dominic, you know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 7. And good morning, good morning, good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. A programming note before we get to this morning's show starting at 4 p.m. today. 4 p.m. today, Thursday and Friday, I will be in for James Golden. So we see all the emails saying that you want more time for this program and you want more callers to be able to get through. So we will have two hours daily for the rest of the week. I'll be in at 4 p.m. live, and then, of course, I'll be back here live at um, at midnight. So I hope you can join me at uh, 4 p.m. Also, you can check out my uh, my latest podcast. It's online as of today, titled City Hall. That's the name of the podcast. The segment is uh, actually titled Governor Ron DeSantis and Curtis Sliwa. And I do want to say thank you to the folks at uh, PetSmart on Route 59 in Nanuet for the wonderful treatment of me and my family today, to the vet and the staff for taking care of my cat. Beyonce taking care of my cat, and we're told that Beyonce is uh, overweight. Beyonce has, and, and don't ask folks, the cat is a boy, but Beyonce has to uh, has to lose weight. And the reason why he had to go to the uh, vet is for some reason uh, some of his hair uh, started disappearing on on part of his body, and um, and. And it almost like almost like an infection, and, and the vet says they believe that's what it is. So thank you to the folks at uh, PetSmart for also being uh, loyal listeners of WABC, and thank you for the treatment. It is a great morning in America. It is a great day in America. She won't be dancing anytime soon. A great night as Chicago mayor. And, and folks, as the kids say, I, I don't hate on people. I really don't. But this lady had to go, just like many of these progressives have to go. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot loses her reelection bid as the city deals with a crime problem in Chicago that is out of control. She is done. Mayor Lightfoot, bye-bye. Let the message go out loud and clear to progressives all over this great country. The tide is turning. Focus on crime. Deal with the crime problem or 
Count Down Your Days in Office. So, of course, Lightfoot was uh, very famous for playing the race card. And um, it, it can't be that she's just an awful mayor. That, that, can't, that can't be the situation. So Mayor Lightfoot, with with much love, with much love, I'm not hating on you, but why don't you and Bill de Blasio get together and you guys can weep with each other about how great mayors you you are and how you were misunderstood by everyone, you and de Blasio. You're in the same ballpark. And by the way, uh, now that I mentioned de Blasio, he was trying to inch back into politics by becoming the labor secretary and the uh, Biden administration. Oh, no. Biden has nominated someone else from California and and she's even under investigation. So imagine that, folks. Biden went with someone <laughs> that that is being looked at uh, rather than go with Bill de Blasio. So but back to uh, Lightfoot. Uh, she says that critics of her four-year tenure, that they just don't want to see a black woman in leadership. This is what she said in The uh, New Yorker. I am a black woman. Let's not forget certain folks, frankly, don't support us in leadership roles. Really? Really? Well, I do believe the country had an African-American president, Madam Mayor. Madam Mayor, except the fact that you were horrible as mayor. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So Lightfoot becomes the uh, Windy City's first incumbent mayor in 40 years to lose re-election as a rising crime in the city steered voters away from the embattled leader. Part two of the progressive politics. And let's open up the phone lines. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. This is what happens with progressive politics, what I'm about to talk about now. And it's heartbreaking. It is heartbreaking. Out of St. Louis. Out of St. Louis, Missouri. And you see on video where a gunman in a nonchalant way, walks up behind a homeless man who's sitting on the the curb, and uh, his gun jams. And he proceeds to correct his gun and then shoot the homeless man. It's horrible. It's horrible. So on video, you see... And and a bystander caught this execution-style shooting on video, and he said, oh, my God, he just blank killed him. You see the man struggling with the gun as he's trying to load it. I don't know what he's doing. But then uh, the homeless man is just sitting there, and he kills him. That's not the answer, folks, to, to take out our frustration on the homeless. Um, and nine and a half out of ten times, they can't fight back. It's not right. It's not right. And so now, uh, this, uh, this, uh, man, 23 years old that, um, that shot him. And so we're going to talk about that. And, uh, something I've been teasing tonight. I, I, I don't understand this, folks. 
So taxpayers, we the taxpayers, are being robbed again. High-tech toilets. One to go in parks in each borough. They were supposed to cost, I think the figure is about $185,000. Now, only as New York can do, they're going to cost five times that amount. A million dollars for each one. For each one. Is this toilet made out of gold? Is it going to sing to you? And, And folks, if you're from New York, if you're from New York, we all know it's just a matter of time until the homeless or someone else is going to break into into these things. And you're spending almost $200,000 on the toilet, and and it's high-tech. I don't know what it does. I, I know it was, uh, it was a controversy before when the water would come on the floor after each person used it, and I support the idea because you can't just have homeless people uh, and people were yelling and screaming bloody murder because the water, you know, trying to flush the homeless people um, out of it. And so here's the question that I have, right? So a spokesperson for the Parks Department says that, well, the reason why it's going to cost five times what it was expected to cost for each one is because we have to run water lines and power lines. You didn't know that in advance? When you purchased this, you didn't know that at that time? A million dollars for one toilet? Is this thing going to serve you food? Is it going to sing to you? A million dollars for a toilet. And these are the types of political leaders that we have. I want you folks to know that I learn quite a bit from you. I really do. And uh, the next story we're going to uh, cover this morning is one that really does break my heart because I have listened directly to many of you that have called up here and said that you're struggling to make ends meet and that you were receiving food stamps. And you folks are the ones that taught me about the extra benefits in terms of food stamps uh, because of COVID. And you were dead on when you said that you were going to lose your benefits uh, because the program is about not lose them all, but lose the extra payment. And so effective today, as of 12 minutes ago, March 1st, is the end of the pandemic-era SNAP benefits. So what we're talking about, and many of you schooled me on this issue, more than 1.5 million in New York City alone could be facing hunger, and uh, it's an abrupt end to a pandemic program that helped put food on the table, bottom line. And advocates are wanting around the tri-state area, that it will have a devastating impact and will lead to a rise in food insecurity. They are bracing for a surge in demand at food pantries around the tri-state area. So, with inflation up, steep grocery prices, 
the expiration of other pandemic-era government programs, like, for example, the child tax credit, and at the same time, rents hitting an all-time high, this end of the SNAP supplement will pull the rug out from many people. And so I agree with a, uh, a Mr. Zach Hall, who is the vice president of the Food Bank of New York City, in which he says, quote, and I want you to hear this, folks, the public health emergency may have ended officially, but the financial emergency and the financial hardship following the last few years of the pandemic is still very, very real and very, very present in folks' lives. I agree with him. Now is not the time to cut the SNAP's benefit. And I'm not going to I'm not going to get angry. I'm not going to get angry because the immediate thing and I'm not going to get worked up. The immediate thing that comes to mind is that you're cutting Americans and giving everything away to to migrants. You're cutting Americans that are barely surviving, but you're giving a full green light to every possible benefit to people that shouldn't even be here because they're not here legally. And that's the backdrop to all of this. And it is horrible. It is horrible. Let's start with the uh, telephone calls this morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. And by the way, I look at all your comments online, and I saw from a, a number of people last night that said, you know, you can't get through on the phone. So if you're not able to get through, again, uh, I will be back again tomorrow, and you can call us live uh, 4 to 5 p.m. So if you're not able to get through tonight, there's always tomorrow. But let's start with Christine in Manhattan. Good morning, Christine. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Can you hear me? Loud and clear, Christine. I love what you just said. It's so true about how they ladder stuff all over people who are here illegally and deny people food through ending SNAP. That is appalling. But I also was surprised to hear why you seem to be perplexed about the million-dollar toilets. Yes, I it's am. Pretty, I am. It's pretty, it's pretty obvious. They're waiting for golden turds. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they think that they got to do something to get some money, right? So maybe they'll have somebody coming in like Mayor Bloomberg who will be good enough to poop in one of these potties. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> How racist it is. Anyway. Christine, uh, it's it's, it's very interesting. But but again, Christine, I mean, a a high school student could say, okay, it's going to cost us uh, $180,000 to purchase this. Okay. But how are we going to install this? What are the additional costs? How do you buy something and you only know 30% of the puzzle and leave out 70% of the puzzle? And now, and now, thank you for the call, Christine. And now we're looking at $5 million toilets. And it makes me wonder who's going to get those plumbing contracts? Who's going to get the, the uh, wiring contracts? It makes me wonder if this uh, passes the smell test. It makes me wonder about this. Let's go to Al in Yonkers. Good morning, Al. What's on your mind? 
Uh, good morning to you, Dominic. You know, I just wanted to say in, in regards to uh, Mayor Lightfoot, uh, in the last couple of weeks, she's really lost a lot of momentum. And I think what happened, I mean, she's the first mayor of the Windy City, Chicago, in 40 years that won't uh, win re-election. So uh, what happened tonight is you had the, uh, Paul Vallis, the former CEO of the Chicago schools, finish first. Mm -hmm. And then you had the Cook County, uh, I believe, supervisor, uh, Corey Johnson, who came in second. Right. They will be so, in the runoff. Yeah, on April 4th. So I think what happened, even if Lori Lightfoot, the mayor, was to make the runoff, I think she would have a really difficult time because she has very high negatives. The homicide rate during her tenure as mayor has been really high, and uh, she was really unpopular. So I think uh, I, I wasn't surprised. Were you? Uh, not at all. The only thing I disagreed with what you said, Al, is that you said uh, as of late she's lost a lot of momentum. I, I strongly disagree with that. I don't think she ever had momentum. I think she was a a square square peg trying to fit into a, a, a round hole, and it was never going to work. It was never going to work because she didn't care about the crime issue. She didn't care. And the truth of the matter is, is people that look like her, is people that look like me, thank you for the call, Al, that are dying, the kids that are dying. How, how could you call yourself a mayor? So it's a good thing that you lost. But believe this, there's a national message going across the country this morning. And the progressives are going, uh-oh, we ran this AOC nonsense maybe a bit too long. And and we're starting to see the reality of what should happen. Every single one of them, the progressives, should go down and defeat. Not because of, of who they are, but because the belief that they have politically is not in our best interest. And people are dying. Look at the homeless man in St. Louis. That monster felt comfortable enough to walk up behind the man, have his gun jam, correct the gun from jamming, and then and then uh, execute the homeless man sitting on the curb right there in broad daylight. Progressives, because he felt that he could do it, because the message from progressives is that it's not your fault for anything. Loretta in Brooklyn. Good morning, Loretta. What's on your mind? Morning, Dominic. Uh, it, it's good to call in again. Um, I went to the store today. What a joke. I had to put back several items. Um, food stamps is only for food, not for toilet paper, which is also a necessity. So because we got this big increase in January, the biggest I heard, they took from me Oh, I don't know. It was fifty-one or fifty-three dollars. Now the ninety-five dollar cut, and I didn't even know until I heard it on the news. A neighbor in the building told me her grandfather got a letter, and that led me to believe I was going to get March at the end of March. But no, uh, um, February was the last. And um, I was crying about the, the story about um, the little boy who died in the garage. 
Yes, I'm, 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 I'm the little boy that died in the garage. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm not exact. When, when, where did this happen at? You know, I'm not sure because I try not to listen to too much details. The father already went to jail. They starved him. Uh, they were in a, uh, in a big house uh, in Long Island or someplace. They wouldn't let him use any of the bathrooms. And the lady is now on trial, and she says his death is not her fault uh, because he went to jail for it. He had urine in his shoes, and he was eating crumbs off the floor. That tore me up. So I ran across something because I know there's a few of us out there who try to live on food stamps, and it should not be geared um, – as to what they think the pandemic is over or not. It should be the rate of inflation. It's still in there. It, Loretta, the- Loretta, it, sh- it shouldn't even be that. And and I, I, I will admit, I'm biased on this issue. As a young man that grew up in this city, uh, that oftentimes the only meal we had was because of food stamps. So I understand, and I know what it means when when the food stamps run out and and it means uh nothing to uh to eat i understand and so uh we do have a a, a bit of uh breaking news coming in breaking news wabc and thank you for that call loretta multiple police agencies are working a standoff that uh occurred tonight and multiple officers police officers are reportedly shot in Kansas City Missouri uh, this incident took place uh, a couple of hours ago, about 9.30 p.m., and all we know uh, is that a number of uh, police officers uh, have been shot. The extent of their injuries are unknown at this time. There is a large police presence outside of University Health Truman uh, Medical uh, Center, and I've been to Kansas City, uh, Missouri, which is the border on the border of Kansas uh, City, uh, Kansas. I've been there uh, multiple times and uh, delivering speeches, and it, it's it's another example of a city that's out of control, that's out of control with urban crime. So multiple police officers have been shot tonight. We hope uh, that they will be uh, okay. We are taking. Uh, your telephone calls. Let's go to Pat in Connecticut. Good morning, Pat. What's on your mind? Hey, what's going on, Dominic, my friend? How are you? I'm good. Go right ahead, please. Hey, um, you got my blood pressure boiling with the snap. Okay, go ahead, Pat, um, please. I just think it's awful. Like, here we are with the vet. I called you. I emailed you a while back, and I think you remember. And it's just upsetting. What is our government trying to do? I don't understand. Well, you know, Pat, I'm I'm not coming from the perspective of a bleeding heart liberal, but when it comes to migrants, that you know, we all pull out all the stops. The it doesn't matter what the hotel costs. It doesn't matter what it costs to feed them. It doesn't matter about the cell phones. It doesn't matter about the clothing. But when it comes to Americans that are here legally, you're you're going to cut this subsidy that people received because of COVID, and now they've become dependent on it? And and what are they going to do? What are they going to do to make ends meet? And so it's, it's just, it's really tough. And, you know, maybe, Pat, 
Maybe, and I'll let you finish because I'm late for a commercial break, maybe if all of this stuff wasn't going on with free, free, free for the migrants, maybe I might look at this a little differently, but it's horrible. Pat, you have the final say before I move on. It's awful, Dominic. It it just makes me sad and and disgusted, and um, I, I don't know what else to say. Pat, I I appreciate your call, and thank you for uh, chatting with us this morning. Dominic Carter here with you again. We have breaking news out um, out of Kansas City, Missouri. A number of police officers have been shot. This is the world that we live in today. This is the world that we live in today. I'd rather, and I'm going to say it, I'd rather the perps be shot than our police officers. Several police officers shot as we speak right now. I'll be right back. Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are going right back to the telephones. You folks have a lot to uh, say this morning. Let's go to uh, Pat in New Jersey. Good morning, Pat. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, good morning, Dominic. I'm listening to comments and following about the uh, cut in food stamps, how difficult it is just to manage on a weekly basis. And I believe what infuriated me today was when I heard about wanting to push through the debt forgiveness for uh, college costs. No one cared when I had to remortgage my home to pay for my kids to go to school. And that debt, that not even realizing there are things that you denied yourself so that you could pay for it. And now pushing that through, that taxpayer that's going to pay the bulk of that. And you are correct, Pat. I, I'm sitting but here. It's not the government that's going I, to pay. It's I, going to be the taxpayer. I, I'm thinking about what you're saying. And, and folks that live in um, in inner cities, perhaps they don't understand uh, the the dilemma basically, of what you just expressed. Because the bottom line is this. The only major asset that you really have, for the most part, most of us, happens to be that home. And you're you're rolling the dice because you don't have the money, like you said in your case, to pay for your kid's education. And you're rolling the dice, and you've got to pray that the interest rate uh, is not too high. And, and you've got to basically remortgage your home and now you've got to pay more. And if, if, if you can't make those payments, Pat, as you and I know, they're going to take your house literally. And, and we have a situation. I agree with you on the student loans. I agree with you. But remember, we're going into a presidential election year. Handouts. Turns out the vote. Go, go ahead, May Pat. May I interject and say go ahead. another thing? Go ahead. Go ahead, Pat. Go ahead. It's always going down the wrong. 
the, the wrong direction. Instead of lowering the cost of college tuition so that people can afford it to pay to to make it to be part of their um, expenses, what do they do? The colleges and they keep raising and raising and raising, knowing very well that the system is going to subsidize it. That's what's happening. And you're right. The college- are not decreasing, they're, they're, they're off the chart. So what happens? You want to get an education, and you end up going into severe debt, and we're locked in, and to find out that we ch- struggle so hard, and the president now said it's a promise that he wants to have this debt forgiveness. Well, what about if you had an illness and you had debt? Or, or what about this? E- even if he feels it's the right right thing to do, it should go through Congress. That's the bottom line. It should go through Congress. Pat, I, I thank you for the telephone call. Let's go from New Jersey to New Hampshire. Let's say good morning to Pete. Good morning, Pete. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dom. I love you, and I love your show. Like love you, too, man. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome, brother. You know, the thing about it is, Dom, is number one is uh, Pat uh, just spoke the truth. She she laid it all out for all of us that are listening to your program tonight, uh, this morning, excuse me, this morning. And uh, when she said, yeah, the universities are are getting money through philanthropy. We all know where it's at. Philanthropy, they're getting it through federal uh, uh, subsidies, subsistence, whatever. And at the same time, turning around and, and basically... I'm going to call it what it is. They are screwing not just the the, uh, students. They're screwing the parents of of these children, their children, with what they charge. It is outrageous. It should have been stopped a long, long time ago. Now I'm going to move on next with the next venue, uh, Dom. Uh, Topic is uh, there are, according to statistics, of course we all know about statistics, uh, Figures don't lie, liars figure, but there are approximately 7 million men in this country right now that are gold brick and layabouts. They need to go back to work. Everybody, they can't fix Social Security. They've been robbing it for years, like Obama did with Medicare, shifting money around and moving money and playing a little shell game, which is what they do in the swamp and in the Beltway, D.C. We all know where that's at. Anybody that knows anything about it, we got that all figured out. And I told Rita Cosby on her program earlier before your program, Dom, there's a fire being lit across this country right now. Kevin McCarthy and the, and the new Republican Congress, their feet are being held under the fire, and they need to turn this country around, and they know it. They're, unless, and they know this, Dom, there's going to be an uprising across this country. People are tired of this crap. Well, I, I, I hear you, Pete. And and it starts for me, and I thank you for the call. It starts for me with this migrant situation. So you, it's just an open door policy when it comes to benefits for migrants, but Americans that that are barely making it, that received an additional little subsidy with their food stamps, you end that, and you end it cold. End of the story. But yet, when it comes to the migrants. They're not supposed to be here. You can spend four or five hundred dollars a night just for hotel alone. They tell you, "No, I'm not leaving," or I, "I'm I'm going where I want to go. I don't care what tent city you open. I don't want to go there. I want to drink my beer, my Corona, 
in Midtown. I want to be where the action is. And you pick up the entire bill. That's what we're dealing with. Let's go to uh, Norman in Brooklyn. Good morning, Norman. What's on your mind? Yes, uh, apropos opening to the previous caller who's tired of this crap, um, the toilets. Uh, there's, uh, I, I, it's ridiculous. My God, $5 million for five toilets? Five um, million dollars. Uh, I, you know, yeah, I mean, you go to, look, uh, I, I, when de Blasio was busy destroying my business uh, a few years ago, um, with the lockdowns, I uh, would go to Canar- the Canarsie Pier. And in the Canarsie Pier, they have these wonderful plastic porta potties, uh, roomy and well maintained, and uh, uh, seems fairly economical. What What's wrong with that? Why can't they have like plastic porta potties? Why do they need these super duper? Well, I do know why they need these super duper self flushing. Uh, cleaning stainless steel things because probably the people who are proposing them be over the companies I'm sure are going to give healthy kickbacks to the all those politicians and contractors um, follow the money I mean Norman are gonna, apparently some people are going to make money with these toilets uh, apparently so, no uh, not Norman not apparently but but as you're speaking here's what I'm thinking about Starbucks and uh, Panera and places like that, they can't keep the homeless out of their restaurants or whatever you want to call the establishment. So now it's only going to be takeout service, and we're supposed to believe that you're going to be able to keep these toilets uh, free of of being destroyed from from some of these animals that are out here. I'm talking about human beings and and the homeless. It, it's never going to work. So why why spend and 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 Norman you mentioned the uh, porta potties right so I, I want maybe you can help me here what the hell does a high tech one hundred and seventy eight thousand uh, dollar toilet what does that do mm. I I, just, I don't know but I, I tell you people are going to move into these things right. Right, right. They're going to jam the door and, uh, you know, and if the water flushes on the floor after each person, the advocate's going to say, no, it's discrimination against the homeless. <laughs> and, 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 you know, Norman, I, 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 I'm really sad. I'm really sad about the man in St. Louis, the, uh, the homeless man that was um, executed. He wasn't bothering terrible. anyone. It's, it's terrible. And I don't want to the say the word, but is, who I, would film such a thing and not and not say, hey, buddy, don't do that. I mean, that's that I find that shocking, too, that you have these people that want to film these things and then what put them put it online. I don't I don't know. You know, I, it's just it, what's what's with that? Well, that's that's a good point, Norman, that, that you're making. I do appreciate your call. Thank you. Dominic Carter here with you folks. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Let's go to New Jersey. Let's say good morning to Penelope. Good morning, Penelope. What's on your mind? I was thinking that everyone needs to get involved, right? We want to change things. Mm-hmm. We need to get involved yes. locally yes. and legally. Yes. So everybody has to step up and say, this is a time that we need to stand up for everything, get in 
locally and legally. Get in locally. This way, you know, we start from the little spots and the little pieces to fix things. Well, I I agree with you, Penelope, and that's what I've been saying for months on this program. And people don't want to hear that because they're like, ah, it's not going to change the system. That's the only way to change it. And and we have seen a victory in Chicago tonight in terms of Mayor Lightfoot not making it uh, to the runoff. Think about that. First, she said, oh, oh, you know, black, 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 you know. But then most of the candidates that were running happened to be people of color. Face it, Madam Mayor, you were just horrible. You and your homeboy, Bill de Blasio, why don't you two go on vacation together and you two can figure this out and claim to be, thank you for the call, Penelope, claim to be the best mayors ever when we all know that you and de Blasio are cut from the same cloth and you were, are, Awful. Absolutely awful. Let's go to Hannah in the Bronx. Good morning, Hannah. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominique. Good morning. Good I morning. love your show, and I love you. Thank you. I, love you, too. Awesome. Thank you. Thank and you. You're so fast. I have a solution about the food stamps, okay? I was previously, in my previous time, was homeless. And when I was in the shelter, I noticed they were giving food stamps to people in the homeless shelter. Now, in the homeless shelter where I was at, they were giving out meals and giving people food stamps at the same time. Why don't the mayor work with with DHS providing that if you live in a shelter that provides meals to cut off food stamps and give it to the people who actually need it in the community? I don't understand that. I think people who have food stamps Resigning at the shelter, actually going to stores, cashing them in to cash, which is illegal, of course, but cashing them in and and doing um, using for drugs, for alcohol, and 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 on top of that note, I'm thinking, looking at HRA, why don't they um, increase the cash assistance and have make sure when they see the case manager, they show them receipts what they purchased with their cash assistance, so you'll be monitored. I don't understand why um, we're talking about uh, decreasing food stamps for people during um, when the prices are going up and people like me who are disabled, who need the food stamps, are being, um, you know, treated wrong for who pay, you know, pay into the system, get disability, and live in a community, and why, like, people we're homeless, and I, I don't have any disrespect against homeless people. Like I said, I, I was homeless once, and I never forget where I came from. But Wait, Hannah, Hannah, yes. you, you mentioned you yes. were homeless. How long ago was that? This was about 15 years ago. About and 15 I was years ago. Years. And, and yes. wait, you, and were, ho- you were homeless for three years? Yes. And, 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 yes, how, and how, okay, how did you survive? Okay, how I survived. The way I survived is when I was in the shelter, I ate food at the shelter. When they gave me food stamps, I bought food, like, in, like, you know, um, I was going to school, too. I was being proactive, and I was uh, buying sandwiches. I was very humble that I lived somewhere. I had a roof over my head. 
Even though I was living with 12 women in one room, I wasn't complaining whatsoever. I thank God that we live in America that actually help people like me at the temporary. And the shelter should be a temporary stay, not a hotel, not in the shelter where people could do drugs inside. And there are shelters like the safe haven where I live. I live in the Bronx, Dominic, and and across the street is a shelter. It's more like a safe haven, I should say, quote, it's changed. Built by built by the Bill de Blasio, um, he bought, snuck them in my neighborhood, and it, it's called the Pyramid, Bronx Works, and that's what they did. They snuck them in there. They didn't even tell the community. We went to the district um, community board. We did a petition. We did all that, and they snuck them in there. We know well, to us. But uh, pedophiles. Hannah, Hannah, I, I, I'm late for a commercial break. Uh, if you could give me a call another night, I would love to uh, continue this discussion with you because I'm, I am I have to be honest with you. As I'm listening to you speak, it, it, and I'm not a bleeding heart liberal, but it absolutely breaks my heart to listen uh, to to what you had to go through and uh, what you had to do to survive. But um, I'm, I'm a firm believer, Hannah. I, I say, look at you now. You, you, you made it. You made it through the storm. And uh, people, people are just struggling. Americans are struggling right now, and it's just not fair. Hannah, thank you for the call. It's just not fair in terms of what's being done for migrants and Americans basically being shown the door. Tough love when it comes to Americans. Where is the tough love for migrants? I'll be right back. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's Frank Bruno law.com frank bruno he's your numero uno these are the chronicles of dominic carter on 77 wabc only in new york and we have been talking about it the pilot project to buy and install a single one uno high tech toilet and a park in each of the five boroughs was supposed to cost about $185,000 each. I say that's too much, $185,000 each. But it's high tech, maybe it'll serve you lunch, whatever. But New York City taxpayers are looking at a whopping $5.3 million bill. The total project including the installation in which we know this is in a city that's caught up in the bureaucratic red tape and head-spinning building regulations, is expected to balloon. Keyword, balloon. The total price tag to more than $5 million, or an average of over a million dollars per party. A spokesperson for the Parks Department blames the massive bill, at least partly on the installation cost 
requiring brand new utility runs to provide water and electrical service to the high tech toilets. And if I was the reporter questioning the parks department employee, and this was sent via email, the natural follow-up question would have been, you didn't know that you would have water bills and electrical bills uh, prior to purchase, purchasing these high-tech uh, toilets? Let's go to Joe in Westchester. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. And Good I morning. have a question about, about um, what good is one toilet in each borough? going to do to end the overall and situation? That, that's another good question. So uh, just imagine if you put, what, let's say the toilet in Manhattan, for argument's sake, was going to go into Central Park. And you're right, Joe. What? How many people would that toilet serve? It defies logic. It defies logic. And, well, and we, the, Joe, I'm going to let you finish. We, the taxpayers, are paying people to make decisions in our best interest that, that are the absolute worst decisions that one can imagine. Go right ahead. Well, I think logic has gone out the window a long, long time ago with this uh, country, this government. Well, I, I contend, Joe, that this is what happens with uh with uh, progressives. This is what happens. They they promise you the world and deliver absolutely nothing except for more crime. Thank you for the call, Joe. Let's go to Lynn in Manhattan. Good morning, Lynn. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. I have a statement to make and a question to ask. Okay, when you say uh, a statement, that scares me because I don't have time for a reading of a statement. But, but, but no. go ahead, Lynn. No problem. I okay. believe in equality. And I know that there are shelters in Brownsville, East New York, South Bronx, and Jamaica. These migrants are going to Midtown. I like to either see the Americans who are homeless in these parts of town either go to Midtown or put these migrants in some of these other parts of town and give the New York City taxpayer a break. I don't know if that's ever going to happen, but for the sake of consistency, I like to see that happen one day. And here's my question. Every, two, every couple of years, people have to renew their uh, driver's licenses. Why can't New York City reevaluate its status as a sanctuary city? I mean, do we have to use sanctuary city forever? Well, because, Lynn, you're making some excellent points. Because uh, we have pandering politicians that are looking towards going to Washington, and they have to stick to the Democratic talking points. It's as simple as that. That's how we ended up in this mess with the migrants. That's how we ended up. You know, the mayor can't have it both ways. He can't say the city can't afford it. But, Mr. Mayor, you opened the door. You're the one that told him, told them, oh, come to New Nueva York. Come here. We embrace you. So now look. So now look on March 1st what's going on. And thank you, Lynn, for the call. Look on March 1st what's going on. Americans that are barely making it, their food stamp supplement is officially over. As of today, while the migrants continue to have a red carpet in terms of subsidies, goodies, whatever else you want to uh, think of. Larry in Brooklyn. Good morning, Larry. What's on your mind? Uh, yeah, I'm a hey, Dominic, I 
Hey, hey, Larry, 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 your phone, this is the second time in a row. It sounds like you're in South Africa. What's wrong with your phone? Let's try it again. Yeah, okay, let's try it now. Okay, you know, you, you paint the picture about a homeless guy getting shot and you blame the prog- you blame the shooter on the progressives. Uh, I think it's a little bit reversed because, first of all, we don't know what the particular situation is, but we do know that in cities like New York, and I deal only with the okay. City so I'm wait, 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 Larry, Larry, Larry. You said we don't know what the situation is. So, so what are you what are you implying? What could the situation possibly be? I'm telling you, the homeless are being weaponized these days. The homeless are not like they used to be. Okay, but wait, 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 Larry, Larry, wait, Larry, Larry, I'm trying to, please focus, right? What makes me a good journalist is I don't let politicians talk all around me. Focus. What are you saying? You said we don't know about the situation in in St. Louis. So tell me what exactly it, it is that you're saying. You don't know what happened before, before that, that execution. You don't know what that homeless may have done. I'm not implying he did something, but you don't know. Okay. You're filling okay. in blanks. Well, wait, La- Larry, Larry, have you seen the video? No. Okay, so so you're just talking for the sake of talking. No, but, you yeah, didn't. Sit, you, don't you don't know, know the, the facts. Full story. You don't know the. You don't know what you're talking about, and Larry. Do me a favor. Look at the video. I think you're a decent guy. Look at the video. The homeless dude is sitting there minding his business. He doesn't even see. His fate that's about to happen to him. The guy walks up behind him. Now, you're right. We don't know what happened prior to that. But the homeless guy had no idea. It appears there was no interaction. The guy's gun jammed. He stand, He stood there for about five to six minutes, corrected his guns, his gun, and then blew his brains out or shot him in his chest. And that's what happened. Dominic, there are murders all over the country going on every day, every single minute of the day, every single hour of the day. When you focus on one because it's sensational, that distorts any possible issue you're trying to draw, uh, build okay, around okay, it. So, there is so, no okay, issue so, until you know. Okay, so Larry, so Larry, so, okay, so what are you telling me? But I need you to be short and to the point. What it is that you're trying to tell me? The homeless. Larry, your phone again. I don't know what's going on. Okay, the the homeless are being weaponized. Go ahead. They're being weaponized. They're following people around. Uh, In fact, on on, on York Station, one of Shed's colleagues uh, almost got hit in the head with a cone by a homeless person, a traffic cone. That could have broken his neck. Okay, what does that have to do with somebody that's sitting on a curb in a, in a defenseless situation and has his brain uh, brains blown out. What does that have? What does a cone have to do with that, Larry? Before I move because on, because I'm just simply saying that we that no, you're trying to justify what happened, Larry. I something's wrong with your phone line, friend. Please, you got to correct it. We love hearing from you, but you got to correct that. Coming up at the top of the hour, Frank Morano and the other side of midnight. Let's go to Linda in Brooklyn. Good morning, Linda. What's on your mind? Good morning, uh, Dominic. Uh, I hope you had a nice weekend. I'm calling about these toilets. People can't even eat, and they got the nerve to want to, you know, put these toilets in the five boroughs. Where is this money coming from? I know we're going to have to pay more tax. It's probably going to be from our taxpayers, you know, but it's just a shame, you know, mm-hmm. and and they want to cut the snap. That It's already cut. Right, right. Know. No, it's, it's, not, it's not that they want to do it. It's already done. It's already done, Linda. So... You know, and, and and as another caller said, what is one toilet 
in one park in one borough in each of the boroughs, what is that going to do? You know, it's not going to do anything. It's just it's just that it's a shame. This is this country that's going to pots. That's all I got to say, Tommy. Okay, well, Linda, I appreciate your call, folks. Uh, we're going to try and get to some of your other calls in just a moment, but I am now joined by Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. I say good morning to you, sir. Hello, Dominic. How are you, my friend? I'm well. What do you have coming up? Uh, action-packed show. Very excited to be joined uh, next hour by a man that just turned 89 this week, but I'll tell you, he's got more energy than the two of us combined. Ralph Nader, the longtime consumer advocate and uh, former independent presidential candidate, he's going to join me. And a lot of people still have questions about these UFOs that we shot down. I'm going to be joined by a gentleman named Ron James, who is one of the leaders of a group called MUFON, the Mutual UFO Network. And he's got a new movie out called Accidental Truth. We're going to talk about that we're going to talk about these devices we shot down and a bunch of other things so a great show coming up i hope so fantastic let's continue with the phone calls john in brooklyn you talk uh, you, well before i go to john let me go to rick and then uh, rick in uh elmwood park good morning what's on your mind good morning dominic uh, we can bring down the price of food globally by bringing down the price of fuel by debunking the global warming scam and I could give you three quick debunks from 1945 to 1979, 1998 to 2015, and 2016 till now, average global temperature fell while CO2 was rising. So clearly they don't co- correlate at all. Okay, Frank, what, what, so, so Rick says bring down the price of oil, and that's something I've heard Mr. Casamitidis say. To make food uh, cheaper, your your thoughts on I this? I think energy prices in general are a big part of what's driving the whole inflation thing. I don't think it's solely responsible for that, mm-hmm. uh, but I think it's a uh, a big a big driver of it. And I, I don't think it's just uh, the environmental regulations. I think the fact that we're uh, you know uh, prohibiting and sanctioning oil coming in from Russia that's also served to drive up the price for American consumers Rick, and the you, pipeline. Right? We stop yes, the uh, yes. the pipeline. Good point. Rick, Rick, you've got uh, 15 seconds. You've got the final word. Um, 95% of history is warmer, so the idea that warming is bad is just ridiculous. Okay. All right. Well, Rick, I, I, I've got to wrap this up. Thank you. And to John in Brooklyn, uh, your call got cut off, uh, so you can give us a call back uh, tomorrow night, and we'll look forward to hearing from you. I will be back at 4 p.m. today in for Host Nerdly. Keep it right here, folks. Uh, Frank Morano, the other side of midnight, but right now, news headlines with Alex Barnard on Talk Radio 77 WABC.